This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown, no flags, Cowboys lead. Des Bryant out of the witness protection program and, and trying for the end zone. How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas. Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the, the Cowboys? Cowboy Nation, what a beautiful day today here. In cowboy land throughout the country, throughout the world here in steve and Rodney, we're all gathered here today to enjoy the recap of our Cowboys winning against the Detroit Lions. What a great day to be in studio to talk about a win. You got that right. We needed that, bro. Oh, I tell you what, we showed a lot of composure. In, and one thing I like to say to you folks out there, now's not the time to start bashing Dak again, you know? I'm I'm one that bashes someone when he's doing something wrong, but you know what? We got the job done. There were three. There were possibly three touchdowns for Dak, and Austin dropped that one in the end zone. That could have been number three. You know, he had over 250 yards passing. I thought the guy did his job. You know, they have a an old school mentality of football. They are not a team of you know, this decade and what we've seen in the current era of playing NFL football. They are going back to the days that, you know, we all I, I mean, really long for, right? You need a serviceable quarterback that can make the throws, somebody that's smart, and you need a big offensive line. Let the big dog eat behind them, right? And uh, have your defense hold the other guys low scoring. Ball possession. I mean, the this is something that Cowboy Nation, you know, that we had a good run back in the 90s with. And I get it. You got Mahomes out in KC, right? You got this Wentz kid, golf kid. Uh, how many other rookies? You got all these rookies. You got, Aaron, you know, Aaron Rodgers. You got Tom Brady. You got, for Christ's sakes, Case Keenum. Everybody's throwing the ball around the ballpark. And we're going to stick with that mentality of, let's run Zeke. Yeah. Is there something wrong with how, that? How much of an MVP is he for our team? Without him, we just don't do anything. We don't have anything. We're not. We're not. If we don't without Zeke, we don't have the ability to hold the ball, dictate tempo, all those pieces of that formula that all of us talk about week after week after week about what how the talent is structured on this team and how we are going to be successful. And make no mistake about it. I get it. Everybody wants to say, well, uh, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Right? Yeah. But I, I, I just watched the Emmett Smith uh, football life last night, and they talked about back there in what it was, 94 or whatever it was, where they um, – maybe it was 93, where, you know, he didn't show up for the first two games, you know, contract dispute, holdout and everything, and they went 0-2. And, and it, it's a difference maker. Ezekiel Elliott is the same thing. He is a difference maker. Okay? You can't put – 
some other rum dumb back there and think that he's going to get the same yardage and the same impact that Zeke would be. Zeke, you have to stack the box. How did you uh, how did you grade our offensive line? I I, I did I graded pretty high. You loved uh, Looney, didn't you? Looney was unbelievable. Did you see when he's leading Zeke? Uh, I mean, he's running as fast as him in front of him. And my God, man, that was impressive. I really liked our pass blocking, our uh, run. I mean, everything these guys were doing right on the on. The, you know what? And it always seems like when they're running inside the tackle, they seem to be much more productive. When they run outside, it seems like that pursuit just gets to us. Yeah, no, I think uh, we definitely saw an improved offensive line. They did those things that we have been asking for for the first three weeks of the season. Um, I do want to just maybe pump the brakes a little bit. Oh, you would pump the damn brakes. Well, can we? Why don't you just get on Twitter and start (laughs) bad-mouthing them? Calling for Jerry Jones to sell the team. (laughs) Calling for Stephen Jones to get rid of it. I mean, what else do you want? Who do you want in there? No, listen. The grandson? Listen, I'm the one person on this show. Give him a pink belly. (laughs) <laughs> I'm the one person on this show that has to bring you guys back to reality every once in a while. Oh, you're not a fan. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. All right. Now, listen to me, guys. Listen to me. Detroit Lions, they're 1-3. and three. They got beat by 31 points to the Jets. They lost to a field goal to the 49ers. And they beat the – now, they did beat the Patriots week three. They, yeah, they're Super Bowl champions. <laughs> okay, play. but did you, hear what I, did you hear what I said? You know, they got – <laughs> absolutely race boated by the Jets. Let me tell you what: if anybody could, lost to the 49ers, if anybody could figure out this NFL, and I always, what do I say? The the heckle and jide, right? The Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. You never know what the hell is going to show. I actually bet against the Patriots this last week. I figured, hell, they're done. The, <laughs> yeah. the Dolphins are going to go up there and just <laughs> run Vegas shot on Vegas loved you then. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing. I don't. I don't understand the NFL anymore. You can't predict it. But that's why I'm saying let's just let's be as rational as we can okay. about this. Yeah, All right. You're talking about we getting did, thumped listen, by. Listen. No, by, no, no, by, no, 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 By the Listen, Jets. We did what we had to do to beat that team this week. That's all With, you can do. Okay. Right. We're not proclaiming we're Super Bowl champs yet, but it is optimistic well, seeing our quarterback do that. Though. Absolutely. I mean, that, that really – he needed that okay. confidence. That that formula just that, – that formula that we need, that we have, worked perfectly against the Detroit Lions. Will it work again against the Texans? I think probably Texans is a favorable matchup for us. The week after that, we play the Jaguars. Do you think that our offensive line is just going to just run all over that front four? No, that one scares me. Okay, no, 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 no. hold on. I'm not saying we can't win that game. I'm just saying, like, the talent level that we've seen in the first four weeks has kind of been up and down against us. We I beat it. the two teams that I absolutely we, we absolutely should have. Now – it's. I want to be able to see us be consistent with that. I want to be able to see us take the next step week after week and continue to do that because what I don't want to see then is our ass just get kicked on the line again. The complete opposite, where the pendulum swings all the way back in the other direction and we don't compete any longer. Well, that's the thing, Jono, is that you're going into these games and you're walking out – you know, one day saying, oh, man, Super Bowl champs, look at the resilience. The next next week, next Sunday, you're like, Jesus Christ, we might not win a game. But I want to go back to what he just said. I agree with what he said. But I got to say, one game does make a difference, and that's last year 
when we had the fallout against the Atlanta Falcons where he got sacked seven times, he never recovered after that game, after that one particular game. I think this last week against Detroit, he got that mojo back. I really think he's now feeling I can come it's uh, let's face it it's not a sexy team it's not a LA it's not a it, it, it's not a Tony Romo going 40 yards down pass but I'll, I'm happy if you're going to throw 15 yarders 12 yard passes and turn them into 20 and over I'm okay with it yeah, no, we yeah, need yeah. more of that. He, he averaged close to 10 yards a pass, I believe, right? But, right but in that my range. point is, he is now showing a little bit of comfort. I still get it, folks. I know what you're saying out there. When he's in a uh, rush, I mean, he's like a chicken without a head back there. I get that. But if our offensive line holds him out like they're supposed to, just give the man three and a half seconds, three to three and a half seconds, I guarantee you he'll find someone. That's the type of player Dak is. But if you if you get him running around back there, he is not a Fran Targeting or or a Tony Romo. That's for sure. Oh, he's not a Mahomes. He's you know he's not a Rodgers. Okay, he's, he's not, not that. Not, he know, is I mean, what he is. He is what he is. And 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 at the end of the day, he's got a strong enough arm. He can make the throws. He can make the reads. I mean, we're in the third season. We've seen him make these reads. Uh, and he has the legs to to be able to get out of the pocket and scramble a little bit. I'm not. I'm not selling on on Dak. I'm still a Dak guy. I like him. He's not a fantasy quarterback, though. He's not what these people want out there in Twitterverse. They want somebody throwing six effing touchdowns every week. Okay. But, they want their DraftKings payout. But uh, and that's the problem saying, with fandom right now. You know, everybody wants. Oh my God, I can't. I, I, I'm not. I'm not worried about the W. I'm worried about what he did for my DraftKings lineup. But for that, are we sponsored by DraftKings or not? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But don't worry. Our fan do a lineup then, if that's where we're driving. Right. Okay. But on that note too, I don't give him the warrant of making the franchise tag or the one of the upper echelon twenty-seven, twenty-eight million dollars a year type of quarterback either. I don't want to. I don't want to get to his head and say, you know what, that, you're not getting that. I don't see all the teams knocking the door to get, now, get that's for that. Now, that's an excellent point because what do they have to do in a contract year for him? And, and we'd have to look up all that stuff as far as where he is in his contract. But if you're talking about how many teams out there need quarterbacks in the foreseeable future – that don't have them already on their roster, well, you might not have to pay Dak a ton of money. You might exactly. not have to mortgage the future of the team to keep this guy who is completely serviceable, and you can continue to build your offensive around line him. Exactly. around him. Yep. And, and, and maybe that's the long-term play, folks. Maybe we're not looking at a Super Bowl this year or next year. Maybe we're looking at it as we add pieces and continue to get better. We saw in that 13-3 and year – that he is fully capable of making good throws, making correct decisions when he has just a little extra time. We saw that. That six that formula was perfect. You run the ball with Zeke, you get in third and manageable. Dak can run it, he can throw it, he can buy some time, he can do whatever he needs to do. We were ultra successful in that season. Why? Because of the offensive line. He needs those he needs the sum of, of the parts to make him better. That's just what he is, and that's not a, a you know, like you said, he's more than serviceable. <clears throat> he, that's uh, that's Steve-O's phone, folks. And it is on silent. These damn iPhones break. You're fired. 
All right, keep going. Buddy. I don't know keep where I. Anyway, no. So all the some of the no the some of the the some of the parts has to be there to make him successful, and right. that is just what our formula, the Dallas Cowboys formula, has to be. Well, I gotta say, I was very proud of our offensive line. They did what they were supposed to do. I was very happy with our uh, uh, wide receiver play. All, overall, I thought our offense played really good. Now let's switch oh, on no, the let's other not side. Switch over here yet? Okay. Ooh, well, no. Go ahead. Well, I, I just can't wait to get to this guy. I know. I know you you love him, but let's let's <laughs> go a little bit. Hey, Zeke, a little bit banged up. Oh, Zeke, I tell you, trash an ankle, man. but came back in when the chips were down and said, give me the damn ball. What a hell of a catch he made, too. Oh, my God. What a hell of a catch he made. He looked like a damn wideout. I don't think our wideouts can catch that ball. Well, that's another story he for might another be, day. He could be our best receiver. <laughs> I like the fact that they use Beasley a little bit more. Our boy Jeff Swain got a couple of targets in yes, there. Yes, he did. All right? Yes, he did. So, I'm, Alan I'm... Hearns made an appearance. Right. Right. Made you know, an appearance I, in the game. I, I agree. I agree totally. I, I, I like what I've seen on the offensive side. I really did. And, again, Zeke, A-plus. A-plus. And I think he had like 150-something on the ground. He had like 80-something on the passing. Jesus Christ, man. I mean, that that is MVP type of team there. MVP type of player, I mean. Absolutely. So, yeah, excited about at least that part of the offense and you're going to have to you're going to have to continue to build on that as you go and um go to Houston uh you know and have Jacksonville come in you're going to have to continue to put some points up by the way I think we all took the under last week and yeah. they went over so that is a good sign that is a good not sign. a bad not a bet I'm disappointed in losing no. okay I told you that before right right but I guarantee this, I'm never betting the under again on anything. I, mean, I, I don't know if our team, our offensive side, is capable every week of scoring 20 and better, Twenty, let's say 23 or better, on the notion that our DBs back there, our safety, I'm not sold on Heath. Every time he gets ju- out-juked, every time there's a one-on-one type of situation on a tackle. He's got he's got his shoes flying up in the air. He's like that old uh uh what what was that? Uh, hey Blondie, what? and he runs over the goddamn uh, mailman, and the mailman throws his shit up in the air. That's what I always see with Heath. I mean, Heath is never making that one-on-one tackle in the open. Hey, I just never see that happen. And that brown guy, that number thirty. My God, man, how many times are you gonna get burnt now? I mean, number 30, number 30, just keeps getting burnt. I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, it's um, obviously frustrating watching Heath. He, I mean, he is another well, heckling jide type I of player. I Larry Cheese on that one. I, I can't relax every time. I'm like, I can make that tackle for love of God. He'll fill the hole, and you'll see it on slow motion. He's right there to make the tackle. Then, then the running back does one of these, and next thing you know, he's like a ice figure skater going flying around. Let him go. Just go. Just keep going. Just run with it. Just keep going. Run through the wall. No, hey, hey, boom. Jeff Heath. Oh, boom. There, there you go. Heath right there. Boom. He's gone. He's Jeff Heath is definitely a liability on defense. He really, what he does, what his game has always been, has been more of that 
kind of big hit. That's it, though. He's not really a form breakdown tackle guy in the hole like you just pointed out. That's not his game. He's not really a cover guy. He's just a guy right now that we have to play because we have no one better. He's the guy that they're trying to get rid of in the NFL. Absolutely. That's the guy that is – he's the old hockey enforcer, okay? Mm -hmm. The guy who they would send out – you know, The goon. And this is the goon across the middle. And the NFL was filled with them. Everybody had a goon, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That, that sat out there in the safety, played center field, and when somebody went over the middle, his he didn't give a shit where the ball was. Number one He thing. was going to light yep. somebody's ass up because they need to respect the middle of the field. And I actually <laughs> miss that, that, uh, that the, football. It's not what the game is anymore. It is not what the game – folks, the game is a changing. And it ain't going back to old school football. Remember, they used to say old school hockey. Old school hockey. That was like slap shot, right, movie? Right. Old school football. It ain't coming back, folks. We are in a powder puff wussification of the game now. Well, I tell you what, our linebacking crew played great. Our defensive line had pressure. Uh, you know, we had three sacks from Lawrence what a what a player he is what a beast he is and I tell you what I love the new kid on the block there our uh, linebacker number 55 and that is Leighton Vander Esch can we continue to use Vanderpump rules for him I've been hearing I've been hearing uh uh beast lander beast I mean I've, I've been here a lot I mean ah, now you don't like that one I like Vanderpump Rodney? I just call him Vander Esch because that's his name. Sorry. If his mama called him Clay, I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, he definitely uh, – I, I, I don't see him missing He's too got many tackles, man. Talent. He looks good. He does. You know, and the thing of it is, is what you would expect from a rookie is some – and, God, I don't – knock on wood. I He really hasn't made a ton of rookie mistakes. He looks like he belongs already. Like, he seems to, you know, God, he has the, the yeah. game figured out. And that's – that is great to see. And I just wish that we could keep him and Sean Lee on the field at the same time. So, But but if we don't have Sean Lee, Van Der Esch has proven to me in the first uh, four weeks here that uh, I, he belongs. Can we refer to the first four weeks as the first quarter of the season? Quarter sounds, post. Quarter poll. It sounds more official like we're just not a couple of douchebags talking on a, a microphone in Speak here. Speak for yourself. Uh, well, you know, another thing that I was uh, – and Jerry's got to be proud as hell, too, because his ass was on the line. If this Bill Maher kid missed any of those field goals, we would have been out. I mean, we would have lost the game. And uh, he he brought him in. Everyone said, uh, attack the pa- palace, attack the castle. Let's get the Jones out of there. They've lost their mind getting Bailey out of there. But I tell you what, this kid shined. Hey, Bailey went and made a big kick over to, you know – what yeah, let's Thursday forget. Let's forget. You want to forget? You want to forget about him? He's, I, I got, he, he's, he's not wearing a star anymore. He's not. Let a me ask. A star this anymore. is what I wanted. I wanted on Sunday afternoon when they were when he was getting ready to kick it. I would have loved to call a timeout, like a, a real timeout, like stop time in the world. And I would love to have Vegas come out with a, his odds of making that kick to win it and see how many people bet on it. I was uh, nervous as shit. I was too. I was I, too. I, I bet he was. There, there was probably no one more nervous than him. I that mean, is the roughest position it. to be in, man. Because he hears tough. it week after week. You know, you're the guy that replaced Dan Bailey. You don't belong here. Right? Exactly. You you're not Dan Bailey. Here. Where's Dan Bailey? Dan Bailey. Dan, Dan Bailey, Bailey would have made that. You know? Is yeah. There, yeah. 
I, I was nervous. I don't think I could watch. He drilled um, it. He drilled it, split the uprights. And you talk about confidence. Um, That's what those guys live and die by. Okay? We've seen, what, three kickers get run out of the NFL already this year? Why the hell not, too? They belong you know, out of the NFL. <laughs> Cleveland would have been 3-0 if they had any kicker. Yeah. Just a kicker. They would have been 3-0. So we've seen a handful of guys get run. I mean, talking about... Folks, you're talking about somebody's dream, their career, their entire life in front of them. Okay? These are 23, 24-year-old men, young men. Right. And you're talking about now they got to spend the next 60 years. And you know what? He chose that. There's well, a, there, uh, there's another guy that chose to be lowered in a nuclear reactor to clean the walls, too. All right? I, yeah, I don't care no, about all that. He is, chose that, and he, that's that's his that's his gig. He's got to make that damn thing, or he if he misses, he's out. Bottom line, bottom line. Yeah, and, but you don't have any compassion for a guy in that spot that misses. What it. about me? What about me? I if I take the loss, I got to hear from everyone in that war Chano, room every day. You make six million dollars oh, a year doing stop this podcast. Bullshitting like that. I mean, I can't believe how much money you make doing this podcast. Oh, would you leave me alone? <laughs> and you're complaining about your life. You want to talk about this my, guy's uh, got a beautiful wife, fingers, beautiful family. All right, he's got a swimming pool. The only thing wrong I'm with Elmer this cat, J. Fudd. I own a mansion yeah. and a yacht. The only thing wrong with this cat is he's got sausage fingers. Oh, uh, he, you know, what's up with the sausage fingers? Leave my sausage <laughs> fingers alone here. All right, guys. So uh, now we're taking on. We're going to take on Houston. I think all the pieces are coming together again. I know out there, if you're not a Cowboy fan, you're listening to this show, you're saying, oh, here we go again. But, yeah, why the hell not? We are America's team. We are the people. We are the fans. We are everything to this country. I think uh, I think our team looks good right now, and I think it's going to propel us to another win in Houston. I know Houston's got a boner for us. They always do. They play a little harder for us. I don't care. We don't get into that because every team in the NFL is going after us. We should just treat this like another game. Well, yeah, and, and I think if you – Don't, don't mean, get you, caught up in all that don't, shit. Don't get caught up in the hype, right? I get it, but – the Houston team, I I don't think they're going to be as easy as as Detroit. I won't say and Detroit wasn't easy. Well, who the but hell they got tossing the ball over there? Yeah, exactly. I don't well, know him either. Deshaun Watson's no, no slouch. Oh, come on. Come on. He can throw the ball. They got yeah. two premier receivers. I mean, if you want to look at the stats between him and Dak, he's, he's got There you go again with that <laughs> negativity shit. <laughs> no. You just said who do they got throwing the ball. Well, they got a guy that's got a pretty good arm, and he can he can scramble a little bit too. So And that's part that's a, of they have that weapon. Now, do they have an Ezekiel Elliott? No. No. no not even close. But they got a couple of receivers. That, do they have a kicker like we do? No. Do they even have a kicker? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They got know. a couple of good pass rushers down there. Right. Look, bottom line is Offensively, they're, they're still they're still pretty good. Bottom line, there's no such thing as uh, Houston. Uh, what what are they called still for twenty Texans. years? I still haven't called them Texans. They're still the Oilers to me, and we're still going to go down there and kick their ass. 
So the Titans aren't the Titans or the Oilers? Who's the Oilers? There is no more Oilers, are there? I think that, that would be Tennessee now. That, is, that would be the Titans now, yes. But yeah. what I'm saying is, who are you calling Houston? You're going to keep that name uh, there. You know what? I, I still like the old Houston uniforms. They should have kept the name Oilers. Yeah. What the hell? The city name should have Oilers. I don't care. They're, they're messed up down there anyway. But in any case, uh, our Cowboys, I think we're primed and ready to go. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And the NFC East right now. There's not one standout team. That door is still wide open. The Eagles de- don't look damn good at all. I mean, they're they're not putting up points. They got the whole Super Bowl target on them. Every team's getting pumped up for them. It's not a Cinderella. It's not a Cinderella story anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's not a Cinderella story. And the Cowboys have, are right there, right in, right in the thick of things. Do you think the Washington Redskins are going to be around? No, they'll they'll fade away like they always I'm do. I'm just not impressed with the Washington team. Maybe I'm missing something, and I get it. We didn't get to see them play last week. They were on a bye week. But d- does does Alex Smith, you know, excite you at all on any team he's on? I, I, well, no, I don't know. He never he's never been a flashy you know, so, player, but he's still he's still been a pretty decent winner. Yeah, I get it. Been, I get but. it. So yeah, so Washington doesn't impress me. I, you know, I think you still have to be scared of the Eagles, but it is hard to repeat in the NFL. It is hard to continue that excellence. We've seen it time in and time out. You know, Cowboys go thirteen and three next year. Not thirteen and three. You know, what a ballsy play! I'm watching the Tennessee game right after the Cowboy game. They could have settled for the field goal. They, they bring out the team to get the field goal. Coach calls a timeout. No, the hell with that. I'm not playing for a tie. If they kick that, it's a tie. Everyone shakes hands and goes home. He takes out the kicker. The kicker's looking around like, are you serious? You're going to pull me out? Yeah, yeah, get it. Go sit back on your little fluffy pillow or whatever. Where it brings out the brings out the offensive unit. First down. They move the chains. They keep moving the chains. I'll tell you what, man. It was a it was a nice game to watch at the end. You couldn't expect anything more as a Cowboy fan this past Sunday going our way. Absolutely. It was a good it was a good Sunday for us. We just needed the Redskins to play and lose. That would have been even better, right? I, I it's I, again, it's not a team that I worry about. I, I really think that by the midway or towards the end of the season, you're gonna see Washington start fading, like they always do. They always start off like this, and then they just, uh, well, like a tumbleweed. They just right. Well, you saw, if we're going to go around the NFL, you saw Tampa have their issues, their struggles, right? Yeah, they thought that Fitzpatrick was a guy that's going to be the, uh, what, what, he looked like McGregor doing the, yeah. Doing the whole thing. Nah, he just he's back to being he's on he's carrying a clipboard. He's back yeah. to where he was before. <laughs> and I think the only team that the team that really sticks out in the NFL has got to be the Rams. Oh, they're good. And I hate to say it, but they're good. And they yeah, got, they, 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 they toss the ball. They, they got a lot the ball. of talent. They, they got everything. Uh and plus uh Gurley from the backfield. I mean, they are I mean, Jerry said it, but maybe Jerry meant to say that that's how our old Cowboys used to look. He said he compared the Rams to our Cowboys, and I don't think we're we're not Rams material yet. I I just not, I think their QB likes to toss the ball. They're a little bit better, Jerry. They're a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, they they are, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how their season plays out for them. Uh, as usual, I mean the, the NFL. You know what that stands for? Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, Rich. I know. Not for long. <laughs> not for long, and. Uh, if you if you think 
back on this week also. We had Earl Thomas going down. Yep. He flipped off the Seattle bench. Maybe in his mind that whole flipping off was like, if you had traded me, maybe the shit wouldn't have happened. That's exactly what it was. Maybe I could have been playing for my Cowboys. I could have made something happen. You know what? I'm the sixth on the contract of DBs or safeties in the NFL right now. And you refuse to trade me. I mean, come on. I see where it came from. I see it, all right? He should have been a Cowboy. He should have been a Cowboy, and maybe this wouldn't have happened. I will tell you there will be a rule change during the offseason in regards to being able to negotiate contracts for these franchise guys after that deadline where it's ongoing. It's going to happen. There's no doubt about it. The players right now will hold all the leverage. Given what Bell's doing, given what happened to Earl Thomas, who decided to sign that tender offer, who now has to go into the unknown, that all of a sudden there will be a rule change. I'm still going to sign him. I still want him as a cowboy. How's that? Uh, he could he could have one broken leg, and I think he'd outplay he still. Yeah, but the difference is you're going to sign him for eight mil a year, not fourteen mil. Right, right. Th- 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 there's and, and a difference. That, yeah, and that's why there will be a rule change. It, it is there is there's it, nothing in the NFL that's ever favored the players. Why would they start now? Because you're going to see this over and over and over, the Le'Veon Bell. And, and and let me tell you what, I don't blame Bell. Here's the deal. Go out there, show up, and you know what? Ooh, I tweaked a hammy. You're on a pup list now. Yeah. yeah well, some people have been rumored or you know, been saying what that's what he should have done all along. He so. should have. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Frankly. He should have. What, uh, hey, yep. let me tell you, they can't test for that stuff. Yeah, no. doesn't feel ugh. Doesn't you know, right. yeah. or here's well, the deal. That's, what's going, to, that's what's going to turn into. So yeah, there's you going get active. You know, you get activated. Man, it feels pretty good. You're in about the second series, and you're like, oh, pull up a little lame. Yep. You know, yep. well, what's to stop them? Get your money. Why are you letting eight hundred thousand dollars a week slip away? Right. Go play. Get your money. Minimize what you're doing. Be in good faith, and your stats might be down, but you're like, yeah, it yeah. is what it is. Well, I tell you what, we got Houston coming up here, and we'll get into that, I guess, in a Thursday show. Right. But right now, let's talk about the standouts on the offensive side, and that was obviously Zeke. Right. And a big, big boost on our offensive line. What would you grade our offense in general, Steve? I'll start with you. C minus. C minus? God damn. That- for the season or for the game? No, oh, for, for the game. Oh, for the game. I thought you were going first quarter no. of the season. No, no, okay. no. For, uh, for this game. For the game, I'm going to go a uh, – I'll go B+. Plus. I can go – yeah. B+, plus B is plus. very respectable. Yeah. What about I, I, you, I don't – oh, just to, Just to quantify what I was saying earlier, qualify, they I got both very of them. good yeah. in the first couple of games, offensively speaking. Okay? Right. The only standout we have at this point is Zeke. Yeah. Everybody else, you know, you have your offensive line trying to get into their rhythm and everything like that. We don't have a receiver. We don't have a tight end. Uh, we we don't, you know, don't have the quarterback doing things that other quarterbacks do in the league. So that's why it's giving them such a low grade from the season standpoint. From the week when you get 255 yards from Dak, 150 some odd yards a from Zeke on the ground, too? 
Right, and, and 80 yards catching, you know, and, and Beasley in the mix, Alan Hearns in the mix, Swaim in the mix. You know, when right. you spread it around a little and bit like that. And even Smith got to carry Smith. the ball a couple yeah. times, and yeah, yeah. he looked damn good too. Yeah, so at that point, that's where I said, okay, that's a B-plus for the game. Do you guys think it's because of Zeke just making the five, six, seven-yard gains every time that now you're starting to see the separation of the defense. Now defense uh, starts coming in. That's when you get Dak uh, throwing those little slant passes in the middle there. I mean, it doesn't take a lot for him to get those passes completed. That's no. the kind of quarterback he is. No, and that's and God, you guys are tired of hearing me say it, and I'm sure the fans are too. That's the formula. I mean, we, it's really not any more complicated than that it, it's going to it's going to base off of what the defense is going to try to do to Zeke or what Zeke is able to do to their defense if they stack the box then you have to be able to throw the ball downfield even at the very least to loosen them up but the more you pound the ball with Zeke the more those backers are going to have to come up the more that's going to open up those intermediate routes for Dak where that's his comfort zone that 10 12 yard pass is where Dak is most effective so no hundred uh, percent Correct. I mean, that's so. Your your what your grade is? I, as soon as you asked the question before Steve said it, I said my mind B plus. It was much improved, although I don't. I'm not overly confident in the the Detroit defense from what I've seen. So that's kind of why it's in that B plus range for me. They did what they had to do, um, but I, it's not. You know, I, the reason why I wouldn't give them an A or an A minus is because I don't think Detroit's defense is that good. I I thought the Detroit defense played respectable. I just think that we just. Had so many tools in that arsenal there on our offense that uh, I, th- I think we exposed it a lot. I think we opened up a, a lot of stuff that's out there that the Cowboys like to do in the past, and uh, we, we made it happen. We made it happen, boys. And, again, I was so proud of our offensive line. It all starts with the offensive line, and they did a hell of a goddamn job. Again, props to Looney. I'll tell you what, man, to lead block like that, to lead block like that, to run right next to Zeke, and he's not pulling, and Zeke's not pulling away from him now. Zeke's running, and uh, Looney's out in front of him, and he, uh, you, you see this two hundred ninety-five pound, three hundred ten guy, full steam, just going to the end zone, running like that. That's big, boys. That's really big. That's huge, and and you like the effort out of those guys, and and when they watch film. On uh, on Monday and look at all that and and they're going to get their props in that meeting room. That's hopefully going to fire those other guys up to go do it more because that's what that's a good sign. If you have to go downfield and block, mm. that's a real good sign. Mm. It so, was beautiful. It was. It was beautiful. And you know what? We're not here. We're not here to take shots at what what we seen. We're very proud of our Cowboys. They played great. I don't want to see the social media out there. Hey, uh, Dak sucks. No, Dak doesn't suck. If he does something good, we're not going to keep uh, taking a shot at the man or any other player. I, I, I don't like hearing that on social media. So, John, let me ask you this. If we had Alfred Blue in our backfield, all right, or or whoever else you could think of, uh, a B type of running back, right, mm-hmm. and you had Fuller and you had uh, – um, who's the kid? Um, who's the other one they got there? God, I mean, he's on my fantasy team. Hopkins um, for the Texans. If you had those guys, right? Okay, you would expect Dak to throw the ball more. I mean, he's playing with what he has. Who are you going to throw to? Beasley, right? Beasley's a one-trick pony across the you know the little short pass. 
He's not running 65 yards posts right. and getting open, right? No, he he's ideal for if Zeke gets his uh, system going. I think that really helps out a guy like uh, our Beasley. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Dak doesn't have those weapons, and I'm not sure that was in the game plan, which is why you didn't bring back Dez. You know, you didn't need that tool, right? Why do you need that tool if you're not going to use it? I'm telling you, I think Dez is not out of the picture, boys. I'm telling you that right now. And if you give me two to one on that, I'll, I'll take it. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I think Dez is still in the scene here. And uh, there's still a lot of talk. It just won't go away. Why the hell not? I'm, Why the I'm, hell not? I'm counting him out. I'll give you two to one on it all day long. He's not coming back. You're a quarter way through the season. Uh, I, I mean, you don't. He knows the system. It doesn't matter. He's not coming back. All right, it, it's that's, not going to happen. Your that's your call. I still think uh, there's still a barring somewhere. injury, barring somebody blows something out. You know, and Alan Hearns blows something out. Yeah, maybe. But but at All this right. point, All right. no, there's, I, I just there's think no he's way a, he's, he's coming ready back. to go. Type of player. What about you on that? On Dez? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I mean, it's going. To, I think it would need to take some kind of significant injury or some kind of suspension or something out of the ordinary for that to occur. Is Terrence is Terrence Williams suspended yet or what? Because I didn't hear him. I didn't call. I didn't see anything. I didn't with see him. him in the. I didn't see him in the, in the game. I didn't see him on the sidelines. So I honestly have no. I, I know that he didn't catch a pass. What the I, hell I is he that. like, Jimmy Hoffa of Kinda. our team? Well, he Listen, has been. Did he we play in New York? Yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I don't know. Didn't. He, I was going to say, if we played in New York, maybe he got <laughs> cemented into one of the end zones up there. Hey, yeah. they never did find him, by the way, in that end zone. They looked for him. Did they? I always yeah. thought he was in that New Jersey stadium. Yeah, that's when they blew it up. They looked yeah. for him. Did they, they, really? they did not find him. And the Meadowlands, and they yeah. looked everywhere, literally. But nobody's found him. Where'd he go? I think he's probably in China. What the like hell living? is he doing in China? He's is living. he with Hitler down in Argentina? <laughs> he could be. Those are mysteries. That's yeah. going to be a reality TV show here. Finding Hoffa. Yeah, I'm gonna let's do that one. Can, what the hell's that? Oh, Rodney's watching something. We got all sorts of electronics going off in here. <laughs> you guys are like uh, Radio Shack on the other <laughs> side here. Both of you clowns there. One's phone's ringing here. I got yeah, some boom going over there. I, I'm telling you, it's crazy in the studio. Well, fellas, hold on. I really want to get on this Hoffa thing before somebody else gets on it. I mean, they're trying to find Hitler in Argentina. They're trying to find the Mayan. Hitler's been dead. How long? How old is he? Oh, that's what I'm saying. They're trying to find uh, the Mayan treasures, some Jesuit treasures, some, you know, this guy went up in the space and took pictures of things in the Caribbean. They're trying to find that treasure. And, and they're also saying that uh, really there was no moon landing. Yeah. Remember that? I mean, can we do? Can we get this Hoffa thing going? Can line up media bankroll that? Like, hey, these guys are out looking for Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, how about us three? Put on some outfits, and we, we just toured the United States looking for we'll Hoffa. We'll just get those, like, little spelunkering hats with the little flashlights on the top. We'll just turn those on, and people oh, will hey. be like, whoa, hey, back up. Hey, by the way, I, you guys remember this one. It was, like, in the late 80s or early Geraldo. 90s. Is this Geraldo? Yeah, <laughs> with that damn ca Capone, Capone <laughs> thing. What, that, uh, what was that? It was a, a chest of a... It's like a hidden compartment, wasn't it? Yeah, anyways, we're about to go in now, and there's, like, it an empty bottle of nothing. And uh, I'm, I'm like, I wasted three hours of my life, Geraldo, on this. This is crap. It, and that's what makes me think of... All these treasure quests that they're on. Why the hell are we still on this? I don't know. That all of a sudden they're you know they never find anything. Somebody found it years ago. 
It's gone. They just didn't. What are they going to tell you? They found it. I don't get it. Nobody's going to say, hey, I just found a billion-dollar treasure. Look at me. Right. No, they're just going to take it. They're going to you know, do and what that's, they need that, to do. That's, would you, well, let me ask you that. Let me ask you that, genius. Would you, would you I'm asking Steve-O now, you just come across an artwork that's been hit for the last 60 years. Let's say the Nazis uh, hit it, and uh, now it's in your hands. You found it. You found it in some shack while visiting a country down in South America. And now, do you turn this in or do you keep it? Hell no, I'm keeping it. Can I turn it for cash? If you I can, that's, I, I'm I, telling you, I don't think you could even turn that in. If you turn it in, they're just going to take it from you. That's, no, I'll that's find stolen. It I'm, I'm doing it on the black market. I am not getting. I am getting something for it. All right, All right. You're I'm a weasel. Something. I can't believe you. Weasel? Do that. That's not a weasel you, move. You, that's an American selling. move. Selling. I'm American. <laughs> I'm American. Selling something that's been stolen. Well, yeah. I, oh, you're such nothing, a wheeze. And talk about my sausage fingers. There's you nothing better than finding a good back of the truck deal. Fell off the back of a truck. Deal. Oh, I don't remember those. I, I, I picked oh up a couple God. stereo systems like that. <laughs> Fell <laughs> off, uh, but I'm selling it to you for three hundred. It retailed twenty eight hundred. You want me to tell you what I do? When I opened up a, a checking account years ago, you know, they give you those temporary checks. Uh huh. I yeah. still keep those. Like, like and that, do we need them? to put out a disclaimer? This before might he be. Says don't this, do this. If you have young children, don't let them listen to this. I still keep those in my council, in like like my glove box, because I've been approaching. That's like, all we need. FBI to check out our show now. I, no, no, no. They, they, you know, they, somebody comes up to you at a gas station. You're like, hey, man, we're moving. Uh, didn't know if you wanted to buy this great audio, you know, whatever it is. Look at these TVs. A 75 inch TV. We don't have any room for it at our new place. Would you want to buy it for a hundred bucks? I'm going to bring out a fake check with my name not on it, right? And just uh-huh. like, yeah, I'll write you a check, right? Fake check. I ain't taking no check. They may never they, take a check, you weasel. Come oh, on. they do. They would. Come on. They, I look look at me. I'm a I'm a I'm about as honest looking as you get. Oh, dude. You you look like you're some swampland down in Florida somewhere. <laughs> the Rio Rancho well, swampland. In any case, boys, uh, I thought well, it, all around our Cowboys played great. Now we got Houston, we got a show coming up. Uh, with our uh, Houston uh, foes, uh, and that's that's in Houston, right? It is. It's yep. in Houston. Sure it uh, that crowd should be and they are seventy thirty Houston and, Dallas, and they're an early favorite. The Texans are favored by three and a half points as of right now. Oh, really? Yeah. They I'll take that wager any day. I'll tell you. There's no wonder. way. It makes me wonder. You got an over under on? on them early forty five? Well, well, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Let's see what it is. I'm gonna go forty five over under. Oh, it's it's a what is a Tuesday? I'm gonna say forty seven. Give it to us. It, it opened at 45 and a half. It is now down to 45. Okay. Holy cow. Look at – and I'm a pro book here. I'm taking the over on that one. I swear to God, I'm never betting another under. You want me to tell you why How under boring sucks? is an under bet? It's not – it's it's nerve-wracking because you got to wait the whole goddamn game. You're right. I mean, and, the and over, if your team's down, you need them to score, right? And you're like, I, I, if I get a score, then I, uh, it's a catch twenty-two. The over is a much better bet. Everybody's scoring in the NFL. Get the overs. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, these teams are putting up 70, 80 points. You know, these are shootouts. But then all of a sudden, you get a Tennessee Jacksonville nine six game. Yeah, you know, it's going to. The other those thing I'm there, never but... doing, I'm never betting the over on a NFC North. Uh, who cares? Or AFC goodness. North, I'm sorry. AFC NFC North. North was a big score. I know, the AFC North, I'm sorry. 
Yeah. God, what well, an idiot. In any case, boys, uh, we this this show's been doing great. Numbers are getting uh, bigger and bigger, and uh, it's uh, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer when we have this twice a week. I think the crowds uh, love listening to the show. They all all these emails we're getting. Please keep sending us more. And I tell you what, I think we're gonna have a jersey giveaway here pretty soon. And uh, I like to know from you guys out there. What we can do? What kind of a yeah? What kind of contest can we have here? Wow, we huh? gotta do. I like something. to give out give out a, maybe a Charles Haley jersey or something, right? Huh? All right, all right, I like all right, it. I, I like, like that it too. Um, yeah, we got to come up with something. Maybe you know we did something um, interesting in, and we got to have one of those Sunday night Monday night. Well, uh, we got a Sunday night game. Sunday night game coming up um, this Sunday. It's this Sunday. It's this Sunday. All right, we'll see what we can do. That might be an option. That might be an option. I'm heading to Kansas City we, on, for so, the weekend, but I'll be back on Sunday. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what time. All right. But very, it's a strong possibility. Yeah, we we'll see. We'll see if we get our producers. Uh, they got to be on boat with us. I, I cannot work any of those buttons out there with my Is sausage there, fingers. Yeah. I wonder if there's another. I mean, that, yeah, that's fun to do. It just kind of sucks because so you they can't do, hear everything. So just we do have Houston this week Sunday night and then we have Jacksonville Washington and then we're on the bye week and then back to back weeks week 9 and 10 we have a Monday night game against Tennessee and then a Sunday night game at Philadelphia on the schedule. See so. I I think with a short notice I don't know if I could get the producers in on that but maybe one of those two games or both those games we we can put a little request from our GM right now that we want those games. It's a great time here. We get love Mich- it. We get Michelle from Dakota. She kicks back and she pops open a vodka. One- <laughs> vodka. Boy, she was going nuts the other day. She's like, I need a drink. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, but she's a big-time fan, so you know what? Uh, we love the Michelles out there. We love the Travises. We we love Barry. We uh, Colleen. We, we got to get our fans back on the show, too, to give us a little – Love for the recap when we, you know what? It's it's tough when we lose. I don't like to hear about people bashing and and that's not our fans. That's just when I talk to you two. Yeah, you're a little emotional to do a radio show like this. Um, you, you tend to wear your emotions on your sleeve. Like I do. That. I do. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm I'm like that, and uh, I I get really. I have strong convictions, but you know what? If my guys do bad, I let them know about it. If they do good, I'll let them know about it too because I am not one of those fans out there that they said this. They go, oh, what do you think about uh, Dak now? Anyone out there talking bad about Dak? And I said to the guy, hey, that's not even a good post, dude, because you know what? When Dak's not doing good, we got to express it. When he's doing good, we got to express that too. I said, what are you, Dak's dad? Honest to God, knock it off. We don't want to hear that. So, hey, that's our show for this week, and we will have another big show coming up this Thursday, and we're going to talk about the Houston uh, Oilers, is it? Oilers, yeah. We're going to go to the Oilers. Earl Campbell. All right. All the greats. From the boys here, take care. Cowboy Nation, we'll see you Thursday. Go Go boys. boys. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets.
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.